Hey everyone, you're listening to The Reckless Pursuit. My name is Cody. And my name is Elaine. And today we're going to be talking a little bit about uh, how serious does God take things that we've often deemed as serious. Uh, we'll get into that more like more in just a second. I, I want to kind of give Elaine a second to talk though because she just recently passed 50 episodes. We passed 150. She's on or just released 51 as is this is 151. And Elaine, let's just go ahead, like share a little bit about what you've been talking about over at Spirituality Untamed and then uh, girls specifically, but guys too, if you want to, be sure to go over there and find Spirituality Untamed and give Elaine's show a listen. She puts a lot of hard work into it. So go ahead, babe. So last week's episode was all about leading with our love and leading with our God-given light and not letting the darkness of the world, the heaviness of the world, the hardships, the obstacles, the challenges faced, all of that ruining, allowing it to dampen our kindness and hope that we have. And it was inspired by the events of the White House a couple weeks ago. And during all of those things, I was actually listening to a clubhouse meet from a couple of friends who were talking about hope and kindness in the midst of all of this stuff. They had the conversation was premeditated, but obviously not the events that were going on during this talk. And I was just really inspired of even in the midst of chaos and adversity and crazy and everything, like we still have our hope. We still have our love and light that God has given every single one of us and that we can't let the darkness, we can't let our bitterness or anger create or, or manifest that in our world. And we can't lead with our anger and bitterness. And it, it, it's okay to be angry and it's okay to be upset about things and all of that, but not letting that fester within our spirits and taking over our thoughts and actions and how we love those around us. So that's kind of what I've been talking about this week. Very cool. And I just want to say, like, it's a big accomplishment, passing 50 on your own mm -hmm. solo show. So congratulations to you on that. Thank you. And for episode 151 here, we're going to be talking about, like I said, does God takes, uh, does God, does God takes, does God take those seemingly big things, but are they are they big or are they small? How serious are these certain things? What certain things are we talking about? Specifically, I've seen a video or a few different videos and heard a few different people. These are not directly related. These have been kind of all over the map. But over the last week or two, I have heard countless people, not countless, like a handful of people, I guess is a better way to say that, saying how saying GD is not taking God's name in vain. And I have mixed feelings about that uh, in, to an extent. So let's just kind of talk that through. Um, so like how serious does God take saying things like GD or cursing or like these little things? Like we have a friend who <clears throat> who uh, made like a, a, a what many people would consider like a satanic hand symbol in a video joking around. It was completely a joke. Video was, you know, pretty humorous, like it wasn't anything to be upset about but like where i came from in like my early days of christianity like holy crap like they would have been like drugged to the altar <laughs> if someone from the church would have saw that right and so like i think a lot of this is going to obviously come back to intent because that's something we talk about a lot but let's just kind of discuss that so gd their argument against gd was and like i i uh, i kind of have like a weird reservation saying it unless I'm using it in like the most literal sense. But uh, 
because like that was like a huge thing with my mom is like she hated that phrase of words <laughs> so like i'm still like have a check to try to say it but uh like the whole argument is god is a replacement word you know like we don't use the actual name for god so you can't take god's name in vain by using god as a replacement and so I, i'm kind of torn on that i think you can and you can't uh, in essence christians can um curse and bless everyone can curse and bless uh and so you have this idea of like asking god to damn something isn't necessarily always derogative of like you're not telling god that you want him to be damned you're asking him to like damn a sickness or like what does damn mean right like it means to cast out to cast aside like to like when you think of eternal damnation to kind of use those old christian terms you're casting something into the infernal right you're destroying it and so asking god to damn sickness to damn disease to damn hatred those are things that god dance right i mean so i think that a lot of this is looking at not understanding the roots of stuff and then it's how serious does god take things like cursing so elaine let me ask you if you hear someone cursing just saying general curse words you know like it doesn't even have to be the big ones or whatever like just minor curse words or major curse or whatever do you instantly um look less on them as christians personally no not for me. I've never, because like growing up, like cussing was a thing. Like my parents cussed. I was around it. It was the music that I listened to, like the heavy <laughs> rock metal music or whatever had cussing in it. And so I don't personally think less of anyone or I don't think anyone is less of a Christian. I, in the same vein, I also know like growing up, and many of you probably um, felt this way as too, is not just GD taking God's name in vain, but saying, oh my God, or mm -hmm. OMG, or oh my God, like any of that, oh my God. <laughs> um, like was considered taking God's name in vain. And even saying, instead of saying words like damn, you say dang, well, it's the same intention. Mm -hmm. And so like, I've heard the argument of saying like, even replacement words are still just as bad if you think cuss words are bad because you're like if you stub your toe and say, damn, that hurt or dang, that hurt, like it's the same context, it's the same intention. And so personally, like I don't really flinch or I don't really like think less of anyone, but I can definitely see how just even simple things of like OMG could be taken out of context because a lot of times people who cuss are cussing with a bad intention mm -hmm. or like a friend who had like the little funky like satanic symbol sign or whatever in a jokingly jokingly uh matter could be the same thing as saying like celebrating halloween or watching scary movies like do those things hurt god's feelings well not really i mean several episodes back when we had phil talking about Jesus loves movies and how Jesus uh, communes with us even whenever we watch scary movies. Like, yes, like you can still commune with God because God cares about the things that we care about. God cares about the small things. God cares about the things that we care about. And so I feel like it kind of depends on the situation. It's very situational. I feel like some instances, like 
I I don't want to sit here and say like God cares about every little thing, but also I don't want to say he doesn't. Like I'm not God, I don't know, but I definitely feel like there's a lot of things that we care about that we shouldn't necessarily care about. Yeah, I mean, it, it kind of goes to the idea of like the the culture in which you keep or the the you know, the group around you like I know that the Bible talks about like setting aside profane speech. Um but what is profane speech? You know, that varies from group to group. There's a lot of things that I deem as profane speech. They're more derogative or to me, profanity is anything that tears down instead of builds up. So while I'm I'm not typically one to curse, like if I say anything, it's very strategic and I think it through before I say it because I just don't know what the other word is to say. But like I've never been a big cusser like it's just it's not something that i desire uh it's just i mean not trying to say oh i'm better it's just no it's just like that's just not my thing well and like for me cussing doesn't necessarily bother me but like derogatory sexual words against women specifically or anatomical terms that are meant to be degrading i cannot stand right i would rather hear cussing all day long and it i would not bat an eye but once i hear certain like derogatory words against female specifically like the p word like i literally that word like irks me so bad and i would rather hear the f word all day long before i ever want to hear that so like and and some people are the complete opposite way like those words don't bother them but cussing does and i like i i just really think that it's on like i i feel like cussing in some instances is profane mm-hmm. sure I, and like I definitely can be well, that i mean technically if you want to get into that to call someone, say, an ass. Like, hey, you, like, you're calling them. Being stubborn. <laughs> well, yeah, but even more so, like, you can say it as, like, you're being stubborn like a mule. Like, I guess that's probably not necessarily cursing as much as, like, if you have the relationship, like, hey, you're being an ass. Like, you need to chill. Um, I know at one point, like, that wasn't really a cuss word anyway. But it's not the word that makes it a cuss word. It's the intent behind the word, right? So, like, if, like, someone cuts you off and you call them that or whatever, you know, like, you know, like, hey, you a-hole or whatever, like, you're like, hey, you are literally donkey crap. Like, <laughs> uh, and so at that point, that is degrading. You don't know that person. Like, at that point, that becomes a curse, right? Mm-hmm. And, or to say, like, GD you asking God to damn some random person because they did a minor act that inconvenienced you. That, in my opinion, is offensive to God <laughs> at that also, point. But also, that pastor that's been circling around. Yes asking god to literally god damn them in a different language he like he just uses different words of like god curse the democrats like that's literally the same yeah if you know what we're talking about there's a video that's circulating right now of recently a pastor basically saying like oh the you know the whole election was stolen fiasco and blah 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 and this whole church is literally like amening this guy who's saying like he basically wants to see all of these people tormenting and like suffering because God put his wrath on all of right them. release your wrath and all that and that's just that's the um, christian way of saying the same thing yeah i mean and that in essence is the epitome of of using god's name in vain and so like going back to using god's name in vain because i mean i agree cursing is i mean there's a reason it's called curse words it's not you know we say cussing right <laughs> but it's it's cursing you are cursing someone and so to tell people these terms, you know, I don't necessarily think it's cursing 
if you want to like it's not my sense of humor but like if you want to joke around with your friends and call each other uh like your ass or something like that i don't necessarily get the the gist behind why you would want to do that but at the same time like it's probably not a curse if it's not intended nor is it received that way or to stub your toe and say like oh you know shit or whatever like that's not necessarily and I, I remember like several years ago, whenever um, I forget what art, art, Christian artist it was, but it was at like a heavy metal show. And like one, the lead, the front man or the lead singer, lead screamer, whichever one um, was like being honest with the audience of saying, like, I feel really effed up in the head. Mm-hmm. And then after the show, like this um, dad was with the son was like, I'd really appreciate it if you didn't like cuss around my kid or like degrading the sentiment. But at the same time, like to me, that's not profane or taking god's name in vain or like in that moment like god definitely cared about what he said but not because of the f word that he used like he was literally being honest of like hey i really feel this way and like i don't know like what's going on or like i just there's so many things i'm battling right now and like in that moment god cares about what happened but not because he said a cuss word, but because like he cares about the heart of that person and that person was being honest. And so like for someone to be like, hey, don't cuss around my kid, like he missed the complete point of what he was even saying in the first place. Right. And I mean, there is merit to like trying, like if you're in company, like there is, I guess the whole like don't lead someone else astray or whatever. Like if that is something that is a weak point for someone, it's kind of like how if, someone had an alcohol addiction and you were like chugging a six pack in front of them. Like that's not exactly wise on your behalf either. Like if you can't restrain from doing that around that person, then either don't hold that company or like maybe you well, have a problem in, in too. Se- but well, in, in the setting, like how are you supposed to know what kids? Gonna right. Be and concert? I guess that's like, the thing too, is like, where does the hierarchy fall? Like, Oh no, my kid heard an f word like okay go on tiktok for 10 minutes from a self-proclaimed christian who's saying like hey i'm facing right that's the thing is like if someone said that and from my remembrance of the story it was actually quite a few people that attacked him for that saying like oh no this christian artist cussed on the stage Mm -hmm. he said the f word and like no one actually approached him and asked him how he was. Yeah. And he's sitting here and was like, man, I'm having serious trouble right now. Which probably triggered even more trouble because right. he felt even more alone because people were bashing him. Right. And so like in that point, you have all these people ripping him a new one, pushing him further away from anything God, any kind of healthy anything with himself. But on top of that, uh, you kind of get this this double standard thing once again of like, Sure, your kid may have heard an F word, but okay, like they've probably heard plenty of those if they go to school, if they go, if they've listened to a single modern song, if they hear the radio, if they watch TV, anything above, you know, I'm even like PG, I want to say, can say the F word. I was going to say Walter Mitty said GD in it. Yeah, and it's PG. Yeah. And so like you've heard this stuff, like it's in common stuff, like Sure, you don't have to necessarily think it's right or not, but your kids heard that before. Like, okay, it's if someone is saying that in front of an audience of people, there's something honestly, sincerely going on. And well, and I was going to say, my initial response is if I was the parent, I'd be like, okay, now this person is hurting. Let's go love on them instead of like judge them. Right. But I think it comes back to the whole idea of GD. When is like saying those two words together, when is that? considered using god's name in vain well i think we need to remember what using god's name in vain is people say oh my god 
And it's like, is that using God's name in vain? Because you're using this whole, um, no. Like, if I said, oh, my Elaine, like, that's typically I'm trying to bring Elaine's attention to something. Right, Elaine. Oh my gosh, look at that. Or oh my, I was Elaine. Say, I remember. I forget what song it is, but I like growing up saying like OMG or Oh my God is bad. Or um, I remember some worship song where it was like Oh my God, he will not delay. I don't remember which song that is, but the first time I heard it, I was like Oh no, they cussed in a uh-huh. Christian song. They said Oh my God, <laughs> that's because they were talking about his excellence. Oh comma, my God, you do not delay my refuge and strength always. Yeah. Yep. But yeah, I mean, it's all intent. It's all that. <clears throat> but using specifically God's name in vain, that church cursing people and using God's wrath as like a political podium, that is using God's name in vain. There are many things, if you're spreading hatred, malice, whatever, like there's a lot of things that uses God's name in vain to hold your Bible and your gun. Like church gossip. Yeah, like, church gossip. I'll pray for you. Like, what does that mean? Like, yeah. What do you mean? <laughs> Using I'll pray for you is a great or example of... Bless their soul. Bless their heart. Yeah, because you want to hear more gossip. Like, you want to pretend like you care, but you actually just want to hear gossip. That's using God's name in vain. That is his power in vain. And so it all comes down to intent, which is like kind of how I open it up. But I think that so many times we worry within church of like, is God going to, you know, release his wrath for this or that. I don't think God cares about, well, as a matter of fact, I think this goes to it to look and look at like Old Testament versus New Testament. Old Testament was all these rules, all the things you can't do, all the things that you're not supposed to do. And then Jesus came and he like literally did some of them like, oh, you're not supposed to heal people on Sunday. Screw that. I'm healing people like to withhold healing is satanic. That is not Christ. Like would God withhold healing? No, and so like Jesus comes, he does these things that break the rules or whatever positively, right? And I think that that just kind of shows like God isn't concerned with your sacrifice as much as he's concerned with living. God doesn't want to see what you give up. He wants to see what, and that's another thing we talk about so much all the time, giving up for God, give it up, give it up for God, give it up. And like, I Did get the idea. Did he ask you to give up something? You know, I get the idea of like Jesus told you know, the the rich young ruler or whatever, like go sell all your possessions and come follow me because those were his idol. Those were his God. Like that was what he put in front of, of Christ. And I understand there is a time to make sacrifice. There is a time, like there there is all validity to that. And I'm not then you dis- have like church camps who like burn all their secular CDs. I was one of those people. Oh. I microwaved them. You microwaved a CD? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was beautiful. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Have you ever microwaved a CD before? No. Oh, it's so pretty. They go up in like all these multicolored like sparks. Oh, I'm sure it wasn't good for it. It's actually my friend's microwave. It was Nikki's. It makes it microwave. better. <laughs> so, Mr. Cromer, if you're listening to this, I apologize if your microwave quit working sometime around whenever your daughter and I Mid-passes. were young teenagers. <laughs> we may have microwaved some CDs. Uh, <laughs> uh, anyway. Uh, but yeah, like it's it's one of those things where I, I think that there are times to give things up, but it's not necessarily that God is asking you to give that up as much as you know that that is a hindrance between you and God. But God is less concerned with what we're willing to give up and more concerned with how we're willing to give in general. You know, we don't have to give up. It's how can we live for Christ? So, you know, if you give up everything in the world, but still speak as if 
you know, like if that all that does is inflate your ego to the point of becoming a Pharisee. Maybe you should keep all your stuff. Yeah, like I don't think you did it right. Like you're looking for something. You didn't give anything up. You know, you can sell all your possessions and give all you have to the poor to become a more righteous than thou hypocrite. And in reality, you, you didn't give mark. up anything. Yeah, you exactly. That's that's sin, right? Like you you gave up absolutely nothing. Uh, in re- all you're doing is looking for worship at that point. You're taking on a satanic mindset at that point because you're wanting to be worshipped for what you have given up. Uh, and so it's kind of like the whole idea of I don't cuss because I'm more holy than thou. Well, sorry, buddy. But do you have pride in your heart? Right. Your pride outweighs your your, I guess, uh, Love. sacrifice of yeah. not saying the word or whatever. But also, if you're saying those words intentionally trying to tear someone down, you're doing the same thing. So it all comes down to your intent of doing it. Or not doing and it. And <laughs> I'm not promoting you to go and curse. I'm not telling you, like, oh, you can just go say whatever the crap you want to say. I do believe in, like, trying to... The power of words. Yeah, like, I don't think you should just randomly throw around the word damn, because that word has a lot of connotation to it. Uh like, it may not mean much to you, and I understand that. Like I said, I'm not saying that you're... I don't think it's necessarily a sin to say that. But be careful what you are saying, because many times that can bleed over into your mindset. So, like, you know, you're... And who you say it around. Right, and how you say it towards someone else. And it can cross those lines. So just be mindful of your words and of your intent. Any words and any intent. Those words don't hold any specific... Like, those letters in that order don't hold any specific... Uh, power in any way other than the power that you give to them. Just like the word G-O-D does not have any power whatsoever until you place it with the thought and the, it's kind of like, what's a good analogy to this? Binoculars. Binoculars are just pieces of glass or a camera. It doesn't mean that you have uh, a camera. We'll go with a camera. Let's scrap the binoculars idea. Let's go with camera. Anyone can point a camera around and snap photos. And sometimes you'll get closer to having a good composition. Sometimes you can get lucky and get a good composition or whatever. But it takes strategy to position, to set up, to check, and to capture, and then to edit, and then, uh, I guess, produce a good photo. It takes effort to get that. You know, even if you're using an iPhone, it takes effort to get a decent shot and to actually compose art. In the same instance, it takes effort for us to be able to take these letters and give them purpose because we have to point our minds at that thing. We have to analyze it. We have to acknowledge what it is. Whenever I think of, um, I can think of things, I can say the word God, but many different things can come to your mind depending on how you were raised, depending on what your religion is, depending on any of those things. Just like I can say chair, and you may think of a wooden stool or a recliner, or an office chair, or a drum chair. Like, sure, they're all similar, but they're not the same thing, and we all have our own interpretation of what that object is. It doesn't have meaning unless I'm in the room and look at my office chair that I'm looking at right now and say, chair, then you know exactly what I'm talking about. Beforehand, I could say, bring me a chair. You have no idea what I actually want. Anything and everything, almost, can be a chair, You can sit on your phone and call it a chair if you want to. It raises you off the ground just a little bit. So the the reason I'm saying that is it's all based on what you point your mind toward. 
So the word God doesn't have power unless you're pointing your mind on Christ. You know, the word Jesus, it's like the most common name ever. Like there's probably a million people or more named Jesus or Jesus. And yet, unless we are focused on Christ, you know, Jesus, the son of God, it doesn't hold the same power. So it all comes down to where we focus. So there's our 101 on does God take those things seriously, those actions seriously, comes down to intent, comes down to focus, and just make sure we're focusing in the right direction. Remember, all words, all actions, all hand symbols. What makes flipping someone off so special? Well, we've given it some kind of meaning. If you don't know what that meaning is, it doesn't mean anything to you. Well, that and in different countries, it's a different finger. Yeah, it's kind of like friends. If you've watched friends, <laughs> like that has a whole other connotation to it there. Or the peace uh, sign, the okay sign. Right, okay sign is now like people were using it as a hate symbol. It's never been a hate symbol before. It just meant, hey, that's good. A-okay. Thumbs and now, thumbs down. You know, now it started to mean that. And so, like, it's all about what authority we give it. Anyways... If you have any topics you'd like to hear, any people you'd like to hear, whatever it is on the show, drop us an email, mail at therecklesspursuit.com, or find us on social media. And Elaine, you got anything else before we close out? Alrighty. Well, with that, be brave, be bold, and be reckless. We'll talk soon. 